Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of the Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. Tonight's host is Mari Fagel. Joining Mari will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Maria Canellis, Isabel Mora, Courtney Stewart, and Ed Bowling. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest 16 and Pregnant news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, Mari Fagel! Hi everyone, I can't wait to talk about this week's episode, which was dramatic as ever, and I'm very excited to have a special co-host joining us, Maria. Uh, can you tell us why you're why you're joining the 16 and Pregnant crew tonight, and more about you? <laughs> well, I'm joining tonight because I just became a fan of the show, and I wanted to come in and talk to you guys about it. Oh, yay! I love all well, the We're very excited again. to have you on the show, and oh, well, uh, we'll be interested me. to see whether whether Ed has someone joining his ranks, or if you're going to join the girls again. Because we get into some debates on this show, and Ed Ed usually is the one by himself, right? Yeah, I have a lot to say this time, and oh. uh, I'm I have no problem being uh, my own island again. Yeah, I have no problem. Oh, you're used to it. Yep. You're see? always your own eyes. Always yeah. by myself. On every say. show you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited to have the whole crew together to talk about uh, this episode with Cleandra and Ed. I'm looking forward to hearing your strong opinions that you said you had. So, yep. so let's get it. right into it. Um, let me give a little introduction. And we always talk about why we think MTV chose this girl in particular. And um, so let's start out with that. Cleandra, she's a dancer. She wants to study physical therapy. And her boyfriend is Mario. He lives right across the street. So he's her neighbor. A little love story there. And the reason why I personally think Cleandra was chosen was the fact that her sister, who's only a couple years older than her, also had a baby at 17. So so what did you guys think about that? Well, I I have a question, actually, already. Um, If... If we're talking about, you know, each time why they were chosen, is it that there's, like, this plethora of, you know, 16-year-old pregnant girls that they're just picking and choosing one out of 100? Oh, yeah. You know? There's lots I mean, of pregnant teenagers. Do we know yeah. how many applicants there are? Is is that statistic available? Um, that statistic's not available, but 40 girls per 1,000 teenage girls will be teenage pregnant. Oh, my God. 
goodness. And have babies. Isn't that crazy? Now, there's... And, like, a, and all of them are applying for MTV <laughs> 16 And pregnant. most of them probably are. Right. Yeah. Um, but three out of ten girls will become pregnant at least once before the time they turn 20. 20. It's three insane. out of ten? And I mean... Based off of what Danielle said in her conversation with us last week, uh, just to remind our listeners, Danielle, who was in last week's episode, called in and we asked her a couple questions, and she said that she applied online, and then MTV called her back, and she didn't think she would be chosen. So from what she said, I feel like there's probably a lot of applicants. And because each girl that they've chosen this season kind of has something that makes them different, yeah. it leads me to believe that they have a plethora of people to choose from, and then they choose the, the kind of stories with a twist. Well, let so me... What I thought was the twist was her sister, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, of course, there's that. And then we've got, again, once again, Middle America or Bible Belt or Southern, whatever you want to call it, where it's got Bible. these just amazing circumstances where I think there was like 43 people in that house. Yes. And, and you know, so and just dad and son and the other one. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, I, let me ask you guys this. Is the girl that's pregnant usually so just focused? Because this girl seemed very focused. Yeah. It wasn't like she was like, oh, I, I can't do anything now. Right. She was focused. Even when Mario was like, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. She was like, okay, I got to take care of the baby. Yeah, exactly. Is it usually so focused? Yeah, but, I, I, but I think it also had to do with her being the second mommy to her mm-hmm. niece. So it's something we've never seen before. And we have someone who's actually been a mom way before she even got pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think I think it actually is usually uh, the girl really kind of gets hit harder with the reality than the dad in, this ca- in these cases. Because in every circumstance, we've seen the dad sort of escape. We've never seen the dad, you know, the young dad, really stay in there and just forsake all of what he wants and do what the mom needs. We just haven't seen well, that yet. Well, he did, though. He left the military, and he was like, okay, he I did have some to stay. stuff. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it. Yeah, he left the military and went home to sleep. <laughs> but it is interesting. I didn't it's think mostly... this would happen this early in the show, but, Ed, I already <laughs> have to disagree with you because I don't think it's always the case that the mom stepped up immediately. Like, I know the phrase is, mom becomes a mom the second she's pregnant and then the dad wants the baby wants to give birth but as she was saying she said her sister didn't step up and that's why she was taking so much care of her niece her sister said she was partying too much in the beginning going out and she had to learn to calm down so i don't think that they're always mature i think that cleandra specifically was mature isabel i agree with you because she helped raise her niece and she had that practice Brings up an interesting point. Do we think that maybe this, uh, the fact that she's on TV also had a, a factor because, you know, mm. th- the other the other sister that, you know, we saw in the beginning, she was just kind of leaving her daughter with the mom, with the grandma and, and her sister mm-hmm. instead of being there all the time. But, but uh, yeah, my point was that I think most of the cases, the uh, Maria, to your, what you said, um, the, the young lady is sort of more focused than what you might think. It seems like mm-hmm. MTV is selecting girls that are not the party girls and the ones like Cleandra's sister would have been to step out because I can only I've watched 16 and pregnant for a while mm-hmm. there's only one person that comes to mind that in terms of the female who had the baby and kind of right. didn't give up her life maybe in the way that she should really? have to take care of a baby and that was Janelle, Janelle. Janelle. last season <laughs> so I, I think right, that's say it. <laughs> I, I think that's an actual choice on MTV's part because I'm pretty sure I mean I'd assume if they get a, a buttload of applicants, they probably get 
some of the girls that their lifestyles would not necessarily lend themselves to being the best mom after they're done. But mm. for some reason, they seem to pick the girls that, oh, I was on dance team or I was head cheerleader and I was doing so well in school and I was doing this. And I mean, I guess maybe they're trying to make a point. Yeah, and I but yeah, I they might de- yeah. they mm-hmm. might decide after the after they shoot a little bit whether they're going to air it. I would say too, because mm-hmm. uh, Danielle from last week was categorized as party girl, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but she stopped. Yeah. She, yeah, you know, she totally stopped, and she was you know when she called in, that was one of my things to her was I said you know what I think that you were faced with just this impossible circumstance, and you were really mature about it, mm-hmm. and you stepped up, and you know it was great, but. Anyway, go ahead, Maury. So I want to ask you about something else that was a first-timer this season, besides this whole her sister already was 16 and pregnant. This was the first time this season that abortion was discussed, which I thought was interesting because sometimes I I wonder why it's not discussed more often, often and maybe why they didn't, uh, these other moms didn't consider it, or at least it didn't enter the conversation, but here... they were talking about how in the beginning she agreed to get an abortion and then it was a little confusing because she was saying that she had to have her mom's consent because she was a minor so her mom did give consent but I guess in the end they decided against it but I was happy to see that there was an honest conversation about that because that's something that most of these girls who get pregnant that have to like enter in into their mind at some point. Yeah, but you know what? I think a lot of people don't like talking about it after they've made the decision that they're not going to have an abortion. It's almost like really bad karma to Mm. continue talking about it. Or not bad karma. That's not the word I was looking for. But like, it just gives that in your body. You just don't, right. It's like after you make that decision of, okay, this is what I'm going to go through, you know, then it's like people don't even want to talk about it after that. Yeah, especially uh, on camera. Yeah, yeah and camera. then the baby someday <laughs> will see this. Yeah, and yeah. then the baby's there, and you see mm-hmm. the baby, and, and you know, then it's like unthinkable to think, mm-hmm. how, yeah. how could I, you know, how could I not have had this in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm uh, sure if they caught them at the beginnings of their pregnancies, we'd see much mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah. oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Or mm-hmm. whatever. But we come in in the last, usually what the last six weeks last, is sort of right. the mm-hmm. time period. So at that point, I think it. Yeah, I definitely agree that it, I wouldn't be bringing that up very often. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean. I would stay far, far away from that. And you know what, too? Like, the mom kept saying, oh, I had a big old box of condoms, and I had this, and I had that. But really, you already have one in the house. So it's kind of like, and they say it's contagious. Do you think that was the case here? Good question. Um, (laughs) I mean, she was the mom, like she said. It was a little confusing. Uh, I agree with Mari, because um, the mom was saying all this stuff about uh, you know, I was down with prevention and I was, it didn't matter if you were having sex, I just wanted you to do it the right way. And then she gets pregnant and then they say she wanted to have an abortion. But then the daughter said something about, we went, he had the money and everything, but then we couldn't do it because there was no parental signature. And so I didn't understand. Does that mean that the mom didn't know that they were going to get the abortion first? You know, do we know? I don't think that was clear. Well, you know what I was reading online that I thought, was interesting was people were saying they were confused because it sounded like the mom gave her consent, but some people online were saying that this just goes to show you, I don't know how they phrase it, but basically that that's another, that the rules that are so stiff about abortion are another thing that's like preventing more people from doing it. Like the fact that she had to go to a judge and get parental consent and all of this are more barriers 
from more girls considering it. That's what some people online were saying. Wow. Well, the abortion debate is its own yes, debate it is, within huh? itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so quiet. I don't know if you want to delve into that or not, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough. I mean, I don't know what the le- legal rules are in wherever. Where were they anyway? In the South somewhere? Because her accent was really Mississippi. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm guaranteeing a Mississippi <laughs> parental consent. Yeah, it's going to be The mom difficult. probably had to be there and holding hands, holding hands, and everything. <laughs> so, and the dad probably had to sign off on it too. I, 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 mm, I don't know. But I mean, you know, they once you decide, they decided they obviously wanted to keep it. Oh. <laughs> But I'm saying that's why I think it was interesting, and I'm glad that MTV included it in the conversation finally, because that is a lot of girls. I mean, they showed like once or, twi- or just one time in the last three seasons that a girl adopted, and they showed that one other option, and I think they should show that option again, and the girl doing that. And the other option that girls have is abortion, and I know it makes people uncomfortable, but and I guess an episode with someone having and. I just think, and that might be difficult to find a girl, but I really do think that they should do an episode with abortion because it shows a different option. Why are they just showing this one well, option? I think it girls goes, several different options. I think they would be more concerned. About, uh, the bottom line is abortion is very polarizing. And I yeah. think that if yeah. their goal, I, I mean, I'm, I don't work for MTV, so I don't know what their goal is, but I assume their goal is to reach as many people as possible. And if they're, I mean, like Ed said earlier, like a lot of these people are middle America, Bible mm-hmm. Belt country. These aren't really generally politically the areas that are going to be accepting of abortion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would think that if you get into too much topic about abortion, that's just an issue that's going to cut this show in half like it's going to cut the legs from right but they were i mean they spoke the mom and the the daughter spoke so matter-of-factly yeah and they were were very like it was like i was going to get an abortion and the mom was like i was was okay with with that you know i didn't want you know yeah and you know so yeah and it's almost better that they did because the fact of the matter was as the baby's coming and they had decided on it and they already had plans to do it um but one scary fact and probably why mtv has stayed away from it is 7.2 girls that get pregnant under the age of 20 don't get any prenatal care. They Mm. don't want to talk about it. They don't want to even deal with it. So if girls are so scared to even go and get care, at least MTV can show, okay, if you're not going to get care and you're still going to have the baby, this was what you can do. This is how people deal with it. Good, bad, or indifferent, at least you're not alone. Yeah. So, I mean... If anything, it's better to you know get that number of seven point two um, down to nothing, and to yeah. where all girls are getting prenatal care. And I know that the government is actually trying to do more and more things so that girls can go and get the care that they need. Because y- you have high blood pressure, like a higher risk of having high blood blood pressure, and also preeclampsia if you're under the age of twenty. Mm. So I mean, that's two things that are very scary. So at least. You can see what people can do. So you mean those things are, are there's a higher risk if you don't get the prenatal th- care yeah, and vitamins and all that stuff? It's all of it. It's all of it. Uh, I mean, even if you do get the care, you still have those problems wow. if you're not careful. Right. So preeclampsia can kill you. So yeah, that's <laughs> my my um, sister-in-law had it. Yeah. So yeah. it's a very scary thing. But you know, those I think that you know that's uh, abortion is its own thing, but what they are showing is like, okay, these are all discussions that we've had. We can talk about this. We can talk about, you know, the care that's going to happen. And that's nice to see. 
I saw a, a bonus well, package, or an, I think it was the after show for Danielle from last week, mm -hmm. and where they interview uh, on MTV.com, you can watch it, they interview the girl, and she gave kind of a more detailed description of her experience when she became pregnant, mm -hmm. and that one included, she said, I went to the clinic mm -hmm. to get my birth control pills, mm -hmm. and they had to test me to see if I'm pregnant before they give them. When they tested her, she found out she was pregnant. And, oh and then she said this. She said, so instead of walking out with my birth control pills, I walked out with my prenatal vitamins <laughs> and a how to be a mommy booklet. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Yeah. That's intense. But that, I, th I think that was uh, exactly what you're saying they needed to hear. Cause yeah. Because to me, honestly, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, you know what? The first thing you need to do is go see a doctor so you can get these things that you need. Yeah. And so, yeah, they said, you know, that was good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, Maria, I'm loving having you on this show because you, you're bringing so much more information and statistics to us and definitely an even more interesting conversation. So I'm appreciating all of that. And in addition to abortion, the other thing I thought that was different about this episode before I kind of get into the drama between their relationship, one thing that stood out to me was the friends. Yeah. I feel like in other episodes... The girls are ostracized from their friends because they're pregnant. And I was very happily surprised to see in this episode the friends really rallied around them. The friends planned her baby shower. They were in the hospital with her. Yeah, that's His friends were in the hospital. What did you guys think of that? No, it was it was great to see. And, you, yeah, it does seem like it was different than all the other ones. Yeah. No, it was very, very interesting. I think usually when you're on, like, a dance team or you're on a you know, oh, some true. kind of group – yeah. That's probably helpful um, because they still are your friends, even though you're getting right. a big old belly. <laughs> you know, you still they're still your friends as long as you keep them as your friends. And that was cool that they did stay as friends. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So let's get into the main drama of the show, which was very similar to the debate last week, which was where to live at the father's house right. or at the mother's house, and Mario wanted to live in his home because he thought there was too much commotion going on at her home with all of the siblings and the niece, and he didn't want her to be raising two kids. So I can see his side, but I always lean towards the side of it's better to be with, with the mother and at her home. What did you guys think? Oh, man. Ed Anybody obviously has go? an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, go, Ed, opinion. go, okay. go, go. So, so first of all, the, the, one of the things that really hit home for me or, or really I just kind of uh, noticed this time was, and I noticed it last time, but more so this time, we're dealing with children who still have to ask mommy and daddy permission for stuff. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I've had a tendency to see a woman having a baby and think, okay, she's got to live her life, take care of, she's going to have to get, you know, a job, whatever. And I, you know, and so she, you know, if they want to live together, they can live together. If they don't want to, I keep forgetting the fact that, you know, they're not even adults. And so they can't just do whatever they want. Right. So that's, that's one thing that they're having a discussion and they're arguing about it and it's not even up to them. OK, mm -hmm. the like the one girl, one, the mom from last week said, I'm not going to let my 16 year old daughter go live with her boyfriend. Then I'm a bad mom. Right. So anyway, there's that. But <clears throat> in this particular case where the dad wants what he wants and, and uh, Cleandra wants what she wants. My biggest gripe here was not about the fact that the dad, uh, you know, didn't have the right to be with his child. But the fact that, dude, you're. Your girlfriend just had a baby. 
do whatever the hell she needs you to do. <laughs> and do not complain. And if she and she needs help with that child, sleep on the floor, do whatever it is that she needs because she just had your child, okay? So I felt that it, although he has a right to, to you know, make his request, and so I felt that he was completely ill-timed. And I was mm-hmm. so disappointed that he was, on the first night the baby's home, he's arguing with her about where they're going to stay. It was just so bad. She's got to be exhausted. Oh. <laughs> hey, shut that kid up. No, um, so. She, she's got to be exhausted. And then yeah. he's like, I'm going home. You're what? <laughs> like, how is, how is what he thinks or feels or needs at all a factor on that day? Well, Not on that day. How could it be? How could it be like in the first month? Okay, Ed, but how old are you? We're forgetting we're dealing with kids here. No, no, no. You, I mean, that's, we can't... The, that's the argument. That is the argument that. You know, although he did that and I don't agree with it, it's because of his age and his, his immaturity. But he's still 19. Yeah. yeah he's 19. We're, yeah. we're focusing on they couldn't even decide where to live or did, they couldn't even decide on a f- name. Did we forget that? I was sitting there like, what? This is the first episode where, you know, when they're talking about and we're pregnant and we have named the baby. It was like and we're having an it and we don't have a name. <laughs> and I was for yeah. somebody that was so. Mm-hmm. on track and trying to do the right thing. I'm like, you, you haven't decided a name and your baby's due in a few weeks. I, that was shocking to me. So when they started arguing about where to live, it's like, okay, you can't even decide on a name. I'm sure this is going to be a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even though I can't. But I'm just wondering, do you guys think it would, which home is better to raise a baby in your opinion? His home or her home? Well, I think that's hard to say because based on what we saw, I'm not defending him at all because he obviously, once she was like, I'm not ready to do this, like he should have left it alone. But what I don't, what I thought we got little sprinkles of that um, we didn't really have a full picture of is what was Mm -hmm. going on in her house. And I think that he was expressing concern about what her brother and sister do and bring up in the house. And I think that um, the mom is obviously fairly open and some things have obviously happened in that family and the older sister already has a child. And I think he was legitimately concerned about some safety issues, some random people coming in the house. There was one mm-hmm. point where they were like doing a beer pong party in the garage and yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I think thought that was cool, but go ahead. I, I mean, it was cool <laughs> if he was there, but if they got shady characters coming up in there and he's got a newborn baby and she's taking care of the niece. And so I think that he didn't express his concern in the best way possible but I think that we didn't we also didn't get a full picture of what was really going on in her house and why he was so Mm -hmm. diametrically opposed he didn't even want the sister and brother to watch the kid for a few hours okay but once you have a situation where the mom is now not going to comply and the the mom's mom is not going to say okay then daddy you got to go stay there he needs to ease up yeah I agree if there's any danger there then go protect you need to still be there and that's the job and she got to go to the bathroom you hold the baby instead of her giving it to the sister that you don't trust Trust, or the brother yep. that you don't like his friends. That's what nullified on, his, yo. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also, oh. seemed, it also seemed like um, Cleandra, Cleandra, whatever. <laughs> it also seemed like she was concerned about leaving the little niece. The niece. It was like, she didn't want to leave We the didn't niece. get much into it. We didn't get to find out more. But to me, it was like, she doesn't want to leave. She understands. And she kept saying, I understand. We need to be together. I want us to be together. But I don't think it's the right time right now for mm-hmm. yep. um, my niece and that was a great step here she is again showing how much how mature she is and she understands this little girl counts on her yep. mm-hmm. and he's and he no didn't concern even, right, whatsoever exactly. for that. Yeah, at some point at the end she 
uh, of the episode, she did ask, "Can she come spend the night with you?" Nice, and he's like, he's like uh, "No, no, yeah, That's I was." You disgusting. We're talking about that was an awful. Yeah, movie. he had this weird thing where he was a really good, calm communicator, right? And when he right. talked, it was kind of like. You know, oh, this must be a reasonable guy. Right. But the words that were coming out of his mouth were just like, dude, what the right. hell are he you thinking? Uh-huh. You know, he you was, can't just, just because yeah. you got this girl pregnant, you can't just take her out and, you know, and just mm-hmm. put her in a box somewhere. Uh-huh. And in the end, she is 16, and maybe she don't want to live with her boyfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, she's not ready for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. The relationship. She has her bed, too. She has her, her family there and that, that she's that make her comfortable. To, you know, right. Exactly. Let's talk about Mario a little bit more and some of those shocking words that came out of his mouth. Some of the quotes I wrote down was when she asked him to come over and he's playing video games at his home and he says, I don't feel like doing anything. And then he doesn't he doesn't want to stay in her home and he gives the excuse of, does it make sense that I want to get sleep? And it's like, does he not see what she's going through? I just, I couldn't understand his caring so much about who watched the baby, but then not being involved himself. Yeah, oh, 100%. It, it was just, I think it was just a testament to his immaturity. Why was he so okay with being so stubborn so early on, without taking into consideration the mom's needs and desires? And it was just really, I was disgusted with what he was doing because mm-hmm. it was really true. It was really clear that he was not putting her needs first. At no, all. Well, there's not plenty at all. of grown men that don't right. do that. So yeah. I guess we so, shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nineteen-year-old, you should. Yeah, Ed, come yeah. on. Well, well, okay, so... Yes, it sucks. Then, we agree with yeah. you. Yeah, then somebody talk to him you. then. You you need to talk to yeah. my brother. Well, okay. it was nice man. to yeah. see the two moms sit him down. I'm glad oh, they were together. Say, come on. That was great. That was well, what's going on so here? Good. It was amazing. Yes, wasn't that amazing? I think yeah, before that, we get to that, because that was something that made me really happy, but at, it came at the end of the episode after all this drama, so I want to talk a little bit more about the drama, because not only was it him not being involved enough, But then him caring so much about who watched the baby, he he didn't want Kylie to be around her siblings and got really upset when her brother and her sister watched the baby, yet he wasn't getting involved. So what did you think? Does he have a say? Does does he have a right to say that when he's not even there watching? Yeah. Absolutely, he does. Absolutely got a right to say Remember, by default, without a court order, Father and you know, mommy and daddy share legal custody of the child. Right. Legal custody is the the power to decide who your child is with. That's one of the, one of the things that you get just by because you're genetically the baby's uh, parent. So yeah, he does have the right. Um, and actually, that part I felt like okay, probably most young guys that's where they would falter. They wouldn't. They would. Baby's not there. Out of sight. Out of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. that's why he wanted him. He wanted her at the house. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's part of it. But because he's like, I'm yeah. here, so I'm being a good dad. Mm-hmm. Not, no, not necessarily. Right. <laughs> Gotta get up and change <laughs> diapers and Goodbye. have a bottle. She spent and- the night. Did she leave in the middle of the she night? She left okay. early. Okay. Really okay. Early. I had to rewind <laughs> that part. Up. Like, oh, I missed a part. Oh, wait, no. Yes. She just got okay. up. <laughs> I was very pleased because I was like, really? When she was trying to wake him up and he yeah. wouldn't get up, I was like, good. Get yeah. out. Just get leave. Out. Just yeah, and because guess what? If she went and knocked on her mama's door, mama said, what do you need? Exactly. Uh-huh. You know, and so what you going to do? Stay with somebody where you can't even wake him up when you shaking him? No, you <laughs> yeah. have to leave. You got to go. And and it's across screaming. the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Anyway, yeah, so you know, I just kind of thought it was sad. I felt so bad when 
she when they, she was talking about the babysitting plan they devised for, for when she went back to school. And the baby was literally scheduled to be with five different relatives on that's five life. different days. Yeah, and while I think it's life. wonderful uh-uh. that all these relatives got worst, involved. It sucks. That was the I worst babysitting schedule I ever saw in my life. It sucks. But that's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. It was, she uh, that was poor little child. It, that's how it that's went. That's what and you my, have to do. My yeah. brother and my um, sister-in-law. As long as it was consistent every right. five days. Consistently inconsistent. Daycare is expensive. So you do what you have to do and that's what they were doing. Yeah. And I guess, That's like I family. said, I, you know, I always uh, go back to the money. I'm like, I guess they just got money to just have stuff everywhere. I mean, they're not taking, you know, baby uh, stro- carriages and bassinets and beds and no. all these different houses. Mama and Mama's boyfriend baby. are at the same house, right. and then Mom was at the same house as Dad, but and the only one, was in there. but sister was the only other one. No, and then and then Mom uh, uh, around the corner, Mom, his Mama, his got her mom, That's not far to go. That's where she lives. <laughs> and then up <laughs> over yonder by Pookie on, on Mississippi. <laughs> It wasn't that many people. Uh, she had him for two hours on, no, on Sunday. It wasn't that bad. And then the oh, I mean, oh, and then the ice cream man had the baby for like three that, minutes on it Saturday. It was his mom. He had the baby on Tuesday. Uh, but they, it was but they know the members. baby. They all know the baby real well though, and hey, the baby feels comfortable. Family and members. And it's consistent. The ice cream man come every time. Family members. Ed. It was all family. And all it was family. all family that everybody trusted. Right. And that's too much that's too much switching around. Baby. But people have jobs. Okay, like yeah, they had to go to do things. They're what? in high school. They don't what? have money what? to be paying for childcare. I don't mind that it takes a village to raise a child. That's fine. Okay. Then, I just can I be over here and not like the baby schedule? Is that okay, okay with you? No. Please? Is that all right? But I don't understand you know your reasoning. I don't, I don't love it's, the baby schedule, but if it's a means to an end. And the end meaning that she gets her diploma exactly. and she finishes school. She's not then I partying. Agree she's with not. it. It's not ideal. Way. It's right. not ideal, but it works, and it's a safe situation. Okay. All I'm saying is the not ideal part. That's all. That's but it. that's oh not what you said. That's, that's yeah, all the part that, I'm saying. So then you should were making the not ideal part. Now. Um, but okay. I will say this. I was not uncomfortable with any of the caregivers. Like I was scared every time the dad in the last episode even acted like he wanted to touch the baby. I was that's like, good. don't let him touch the baby <laughs> because he's going to run off with it and fall down. Something was wrong, oh, you know. I'm, or, glad. No, the episode, the episode, I'm glad your fears actually, were taken the, the care of. The episode before last, but uh, anyway. We're glad they settled then, your fears. Yes. Glad. Just That's what it does. Talk about how often MTV we think isn't showing us the whole story, or there's something we're not getting. I'm I'm feeling that there has to be some reason why he's so uncomfortable with her brother and her sister watching the baby, like because he wasn't uncomfortable with other other relatives. So I want to know what it is about them. I'm guessing maybe the sister is a partier because we that was kind of inferred, but I'm I'm wondering what's wrong with them that he's so worried about them. Yeah, well, I, guess that's I wh- guess that's why we mentioned the, earlier yeah. there was the that's what we don't know. I mean, I think they just alluded to the fact that they've obviously sort of been partiers and doing maybe some inappropriate, perhaps illegal things, and he just probably didn't want his child to have to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But, but if he was going to do I mean, that, we don't know then, specifically, yeah. you know. But, but, but if he's going to do that and be like, okay, you're going to stay over here, then when she does come over and make an effort, move all the crap, move the baby, move yes. this, move that. Yeah. And like, do something. He should have done something. And he also should have suggested, like, 
I mean, I assume if she's got this schedule, like the fact that he didn't even know, like she had a final and she randomly like that should have been something they had already talked about. Like, hey, honey, I got to take this test. The baby needs to be watched. Can you watch the baby? No. Well, can this person? No. Well, can my mom? You can call my mom. Like, she act like she didn't even know that was an option. Like, I can call your mom by myself? Like, I can just <laughs> call her? And he was like, yeah, well, or I'll call uh, her I'm, and let her know. Uh, so it seemed like that communication wasn't Okay, now bad. on that one, I'm going to attribute that one to the mama. And I'm even going to say... I don't su- like her, his mama. No, 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 I'm talking, no, I'm talking about to the baby mama. Oh. Uh, to Cleandra. And I'm going to suggest the possibility that she knew that it was going to upset him. Probably. And... and Number one, that's why she and and then you know they don't communicate every time they talk. It's like she's she okay. I watched the post interview for her too. Okay, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. said that her as of today are her and Mario are still together, but she is so exhausted and with arguing all the time, and she's like, I'm at a point where I'm just ready to give up because we just argue all the time, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired, just tired of doing it. And so I think that a little bit of that was what was going on. It's like, what's she gonna do? Call him and tell him about the baby's date? No, because. She don't want to because they're gonna fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And then, and then when when she says, "Okay, I'm gonna leave the baby with my sister because she's right here and it's easy," then he's gonna get all involved and say, "No, you gotta take him to my mama or I gotta call." Him. And then it's an ordeal. And then know? it's an argument again. And then it's an argument again. But it's again, like, <laughs> but it's still a 16 year old move because she hadn't even mm-hmm. asked her sister. She was like, "Oh, you're here. I gotta go take a test right now. Can totally you watch agreed. my baby?" Uh-huh. Totally like, agreed. well, what were you gonna yeah. do if your sister wasn't there? Or what yeah. if she said, "No, nah, dude, I thought you were gonna watch Zyra." <laughs> yeah. Then she would have been. Now, Courtney, I heard you say that you didn't like his mom. So I want to talk about their parents because, for once, I actually really liked the mom in that they got involved. When they saw that their children were arguing, they brought them together and worked on a compromise because they wanted to see their relationship work. And they came to a compromise that he will sleep over there a few nights. And the end of the episode ended up on a good note and Ed you mentioned that they're still fighting and arguing but I appreciated that the parents made the effort so Courtney why did you like his mom I like that they came together at the end I wasn't really referring to that I was kind of referring to earlier points in the episode where there seemed to be some obvious tension mm-hmm. and issues between the mom and the mm-hmm. the, the baby mom I don't mom want to be called mom. grandma uh, don't call me grandma the whole grandma thing was call but, me yaya but, which but, means yeah, grandma but then and, and it just I don't know you you could since it's just a personality thing I'm sure that yeah. they you know I, I, I don't know her so I don't really not like her but I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't get a good vibe from her and I felt like Cleandra's energy was very different and uncomfortable around, around her. her. And yeah. I felt like the baby daddy didn't really help mitigate that at all. Mm-hmm. And I just, um, and the sister, they were very aggressive too. Right, the sister yeah. and like, the mom. Do you want to oh share? God, they do you sure want to share They the were names. very aggressive. And Cleandra seems very passive and very like, I'm just trying to do what I can do to get through. And yeah. everybody else felt like they were kind of, her pa- on his side at least, sort of and, jumping on her and trying to make her do And he would be in a good mood after Twilight was thrown out there. <laughs> so you oh don't like God. Twilight? <laughs> no. Well, and it's too, like... But what did you guys think about the mom the, at the end? The mom at the end. Which, Which mom? mom? Oh, the... the Just like the, the two moms coming together to work on their children's relationship. Mario's I, mom and... I think we would all agree that we loved what we saw there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like just the one of the best family, you know, getting together, focused things to do mm-hmm. because they came at it really real. They said, look, if you want to try to make this work, then you got to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. If you don't, that's fine. The, you know, the baby is the baby and we're going to all support the baby. But and then then to see the mom that, you know, uh, Mara's mom mm-hmm. actually stand up 
for Why Cleandra. The yeah, that was and nice. And said, no, hold on, Mario, I got to take her. It was so. It was such a good taste of reality. I, yeah. I appreciated it so much. And, um, you know, I was I was just disappointed in Mario that it took his mama to ask him, dude, can you stay over two days? How about that? Can you do that? Yeah. You know, and he's like, all right, ma. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. What you, you know, why did your mama have to tell you to do that? Because he's a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, though. He's immature. Still a baby. Anyway, we babies like that, Mara. Babies raising babies. We like that. But were, you were going to say something? The reason uh, I bring it up is because I think it's so rare. This is one of the first times I've seen both parents come together. I mean, do you remember a couple episodes back with Jennifer and um, Josh? And, like, the parents hated him and... Neither the parents had any contact with each other. And so seeing the parents come together for this couple was refreshing for a show like this. Yeah, very much so. It was. It was nice. And the name was nice that they came up with. Kylie Sue. Kylie Sue. See, I was nice. a, yeah, I like the name they finally came up with because Twilight was, I was not having that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was, uh, so it was very crazy before, and stuff. Before we get into our news and gossip, is there anything you want to add before our commercial break? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I have anything. Sure. I'll, I'll remember. Okay, then I'll... let's go to commercial and then discuss news and gossip. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. It's television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your After Buzz on. After Buzz TV News. So, I love this first piece of news. Uh, so Cleandra's older sister, the one who we saw, or in, it was inferred that she partied a lot, she's actually a singer. Her name is Dee Monroe. Her real name is Verica, uh, but she's affiliated with Petty B Promotions, and she goes by the stage name Dee Monroe. She builds herself as the new Monroe of the new Memphis. Uh, and excuse me, it was Memphis that they were from, not Mississippi. And according to her Facebook page, she will be releasing Beauty and the Beat, her mixtape volume one, soon. Okay. Wow, good yeah. for her. Sing, sing, sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teddy B, is that She's like... Cute. I, Memphis is a good place to be for all that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Maybe Teddy... she can get a career going and yeah. take care of her baby. Or hire an Eddie. <laughs> yeah, but you guys had to see these pictures of her online, these promotional pictures on her Facebook page were. I can understand why maybe she had a hard time adjusting to to having a baby because she was she was not wearing many clothes. Oh, <laughs> got it. Oh, well, was that maybe before that's or after she the baby? <laughs> I think that's more why she got pregnant. Uh, <laughs> maybe why she got pregnant. I think that's her. That's how she dresses for her Z Monroe uh, yeah. look. And then I hate talking about this because I feel like this makes it into news and gossip every single week. But yet again, another arrest with a former 16 and pregnant star. This is a star of one of last season's, Josh Drummond. He's been arrested for stealing from his own mother. 
He's presently sitting in jail, hoping to be bailed out. According to TMZ, he stole five checks from his mom and forged her signature on each of them. Wow. That's unfortunate. Do we know what he bought? That's a federal offense. Mm. Is it? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's he a felony. He forged, he forged her identity. Oh, my God. I know a guy who did that to buy pizza. Oh, beast. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Uh, check on your friends. And he went and he went to jail for it. Oh, well, he got arrested, and wow, he went to he got did a federal pizza crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that. But the sad thing reading about this arrest online is it's just like people were saying, there's very few people who've been on sixteen and pregnant who have not been arrested. Oh really? True. I mean, how many times do we talk about this from maybe that's season true. to season about people getting arrested? Maybe that's one of the criteria that she was talking about. Has your uh, baby daddy been arrested yet? Mm-hmm. Extra drama. Maybe. <laughs> Make the show more interesting, mm-hmm. supposedly. And some people were saying online that because it's because of the fame going to their head. I don't know what it is, but something is going on with these I don't think the fame's going to their heads. They don't. They don't seem like the fame is the issue. It seems like most of them would were borderline on the route to criminality already, even when they were on sixteen and pregnant. I mean, you get a baby, you have no real job, you have no education, you live in the middle of nowhere. Like your your statistics and possibilities of doing something illegal and ending up in jail are pretty high. They and there's a statistic too that sixty four percent of unwed teenage pregnancies um, to dropouts, they live in poverty. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, and poverty and crime go hand in hand. And I don't remember the number, but um, it was somewhere above, like, 60%, like, end up with a second baby before the age of yeah, like, 21. Yeah, there is. I, I don't so know. I can't yeah. remember right. the number, but mm-hmm. it's ridiculously high. So yeah. add more kids to the mix and mm-hmm. poverty mm-hmm. than, you know, illegal yeah. activity is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Except when you talk about poverty, and we've talked about it on this show so many times before, I'm not sure how much that applies to these girls because they get paid by MTV. And while Danielle, MTV told Danielle last week that she couldn't discuss finances with us and how she gets paid, when she gets paid, and how much, but clearly these girls are getting some financial support. Some, I guess. But, how, but in what, two what, years, yeah. I mean, like, if it's 60 grand, it 60, I mean, 60, right. Uh, 60 grand for one, how long? That's not going to last very long. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're smart, it'll last a few years. If right. you're not smart and you don't, and not just not smart, I should say ignorant, because people don't know how to deal with right. money. Yeah. And if you're just handed $65,000 and you're yeah. used to having nothing, you don't know what to do with it. And you usually don't do <laughs> good go things shopping. with it. You don't generally <laughs> right. do positive things with it. So right. along with the money they slipping over to them, maybe mm-hmm. they should educate them on what to do with the money too. Right. Yeah. Well, in happier news, uh, we have a contender for Team Mom 3. There are rumors swirling that Jordan Ward, who was um, the twin sister on the first episode this season, will be part of Team Mom 3. And the reason why is um, she married her baby daddy, Brian, in January. And MTV filmed it, but they did not include it in the show or in her after show. Okay. And Brian has since joined the Air Force and moved to California to attend school. And Jordan will soon be following him there. But the fact that MTV filmed this wedding and didn't include it or mention it anywhere leads people to believe that they're saving it for Team Mom 3. Well, good for them. They seem like they're trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a good couple. They seem like they're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yay, Team Mom 3. Yeah. 
Yay. I have to say, actually, Jordan was my favorite of the season. And I know we're only five in, but she was my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite. But, um... <laughs> Does anyone else have favorites before we get into, into our predictions for next week? Who's got a favorite I, pregnant girl? Another post-interview I watched was, uh, oh my god, what was her name? Um, the one who was getting all straight A's, the, the one before last, anybody remember? Jamie? Jamie, I think. And the one who had uh, her boyfriend, Ryan, who was the guy who was like partying and drunk all the time. Uh, uh, and you know, and he cheated on her. Remember that that guy? Yeah. Okay. So here's what was interesting. She she was one of my favorites. But if you look at her post interview, she has gone through such an amazing makeover. Her hair is done. She has <laughs> oh, lost wow. weight. Oh wow! We did she not lo- ask no, you listen, who do you think listen. is hot. <laughs> look, what I'm trying to tell you is that as far as the whole fame going ahead, she looks like somebody who is now a celebrity. Really does. Okay. And, by the way, to add to that little episode, she mentioned that uh, when uh, the interviewer asked her, I said, why was Ryan late to your birth? Because remember when we saw him, yeah, he was all hungover. hungover and crazy. And she said and he wasn't late because he was partying. It was late because he was sleeping with the other girl. And so somehow I guess she got, you know, she started to tear up and everything because it still mattered to her. But anyway, that's my... Uh, so that's your favorite? That's my little addendum. She was, she was... This is what I have to say about Jamie. And the reason she's not my favorite is because it was then revealed last week in our news and gossip that she's been arrested for attacking a girl. And um, I've seen her Facebook page. And you're right, Ed. She really has kind of gone through a transformation. She just posted her prom pictures and she, like, looks totally different. But I, I do think the fame did kind of go to her head. And this is such a weird aspect of the show. But they show her, she posted some pictures of her in Los Angeles for the Dr. Reunion. Yeah. And she's with the original 15 and Pregnant Girls, the Teen Mom Stars, Macy and Leah and Sarah and Caitlin. And the thing is, those girls are like uber famous now. They are like, the girls, these girls almost aspire to be. It's so weird to me that these girls like post pictures with them and then they say, oh, like, Macy was so nice to me. It's like, they act like they're celebrities. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Yep. Well, they kind of are See, I made a good point, And you guys are complaining. What was your point other than yeah, that you like Jamie? She looked hot. Did I mention I like her shoes? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm glad you like her shoes. <laughs> they were really nice. You would oh, like them. Oh, Ed, oh, yeah. Ed. They would look good on you, Maria. Stop while you're ahead, See? Ed. Stop while you're ahead. Positive. Mm-hmm. Positive. Mm-hmm. Very positive. Positive. Okay, so okay. let's get into our uh, predictions and preview for next week. We saw Kayla, and obviously, and now, just from the preview, we already know what's so different about her is the fact that she was anorexic. Mari, you gotta and wait I'm, for the cue, honey. <laughs> wait for the cue. You cue. Play the music. You what do you mean? It's playing right now. Episodes, so I went ahead. No way. <laughs> I always play the cue. Okay, I'm waiting. Well, it's over now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, the last couple episodes, I say, where's the music? Where's the, like, creepy, futuristic music? And it doesn't play. So this time, Mari, I assumed it wouldn't play. Mari, review, the, review all podcasts, and you will notice that I always play the predictions bumper. So now, get into predictions. <laughs> <laughs> predictions. Okay, well, um, the last couple episodes, I swear I have not heard it. But I'm sorry we missed the music, everyone. But, um... 
So what do you guys think about next week? Basically, she's anorexic, which I think is something interesting to highlight because this does happen to pregnant women. They deal and struggle with their body issues when they've had body issues in the past. So I didn't think this would happen to someone so young, but it's interesting to highlight. It was scary, just downright scary. And the the little clip that they showed was graphic. They showed the baby coming out of the C-section. I mean, it was just really scary. When you when you look at her face, uh, she had a neck brace on after they had taken her to the um, the emergency room or whatever, and you could see in her eyes. I um, I had an experience with someone who was oxygen deprived, and they needed to get immediate medical care, and you could see in her face that was you know she was not just nauseous, but she was being she wasn't getting the things that her body needs to stay alive, and yet and there she is in labor at the same time. So it was a very scary, um, you know, a scary episode coming up. I think. I agree. I'm and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the mom was, like, urging yeah. her to diet right in the weeks after she gave birth. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And, and that's the revelation of the source for the anorexia, probably. You know, is the mom's yeah. body image being applied to the daughter there. Ugh. Oh, that's all I have to say. Ugh. baby. Yeah. It's so. sad, but you know what? I'm glad MTV is doing an episode on it because it's something that deal with of course okay technical so, question okay, well thank you guys so much for joining me thank this week thank you, you maria thank, thank you, you. And as always isabel and ed i love Thanks. the debate always great from producers kevin okay, undergaro well. and phil svitek engineer dj jesse janity and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network if you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.